Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And in today's Word for the Day, we continue our, our series looking at the Holy Trinity. And today I want to talk about the heart of the Trinity, the heartbeat of the Trinity. And the heartbeat of God, the heartbeat of the Trinity, is love. And it's the kind of love uh, that the New Testament speaks of when it translates love from the Greek word agape. There's different words for love in Greek as opposed to English where there's only one word. And this specific word is that kind of love that is captured when Jesus says, greater love has no one than this, that they lay down their life for their friends. It's that kind of love that sacrifices, gives. It's like a parent who says, I love my children so much that if they are in danger, I would completely, without hesitation, sacrifice my life. It's that kind of love. It includes other kinds of love, uh, like affection, and, um, and, and brotherly love, and even a kind of eros love, <clears throat> which is a love of ecstasy. It contains all those things, but it's fundamentally this love that looks on the other and completely gives oneself to the other. That's the very life of God. And in, in the centuries that the church has been around, the church has always said, there's no other vision of God that can say this about God, that God not just that God can be loving, but that God in his very center and nature of being is love. It says that in 1 John 4, 7. God is love. Not is loving, but is love itself. The, the love that animates and we all know intuitively is wrapped and inter- intertwined in all reality starts in is the very love of God and the love that is the nature of God. So how does this work in the life of the Trinity? Well, think about um, the Islamic understanding of God, and as a Christian, I don't I don't believe in the Islamic view, and and I have a different view. Um, I don't mean this to be a mean to anyone who's Islamic who's living who's listening. Excuse me, but but we have a different vision of God. Allah is one God and one person, and logically that makes so much sense. And of course, as a Christian, I have commonality with that view because I believe in one God too. We're both religions that believe in one God, so I celebrate the light in that. But we go farther and say, this God is three persons. Therefore, we can say, we can say the ground of all existence is self-giving love, not just will and authority and power. It's so important. But how do we say that? It's because of these eternal relationships in the life of God. These three persons, the Father from all eternity has loved the Son with self-giving love. The Son from all eternity has loved the Father with self-giving love. The Spirit is kind of the overflow of that love, and He loves the Father and the Son, and the Father and the Son love Him. And there's this, this, this interplay, this relationality that exists, and it's pure self-giving love. Sometimes in the Bible, when people first encounter God, they don't say God is love, they say God is holy. But that is not a contradiction because the life and love of God is so pure, so good, so beautiful, that it's so other, it's so set apart, which is what the word holy means. And the oftentimes we, we encounter it, like Isaiah, when he encountered the, the, the glory and presence of God, he first was convicted of a sin. Not because God was there to beat him up, because he saw this pure goodness. And the minute in the story when he owns that, the father sends one of the seraphim immediately to bring healing and forgiveness because there is love being poured out by God in that throne room in Isaiah 6. 
the holy love of God. And so, and so this is the heartbeat of God, and this is the center reality of all existence, love. That's why in the Christian life we talk about how um, you know, there's really three moves of love. We start with God's love toward us. Um, we love because he first loved us, and we encounter that love toward us. Then in turn, we love God back, and that overflows into love toward neighbor. And and that is the heart of the Christian life, and God b- drawing us into that and living it out through us. So that's that's what I was going to say. You know, what, what's this practical? What's practical about knowing about the Trinity? I'd say that's it right there. Man, you lose the Trinity, you lose that. But because we believe in the Trinity, we know that's true. And of course, then it's revealed in history through the cross and resurrection, the life of Jesus. That's where this love is made manifest and concrete. So we have something in history to hold on to. And then the Holy Spirit brings it present to the church in many ways. But but the most central way in the Eucharist, where we come and encounter through the bread and the wine and the water poured out for us, the very life of God, the very triune life of God, which is love at the Lord's table every time we come to worship. That's it for today. God bless and have a great day.